What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my secret sister, Haysom. Haysom, how's it going? You know, uh, my girlfriend and uh, Scarlett Johansson have a lot in common. Oh, do they? Yeah. Just like Scarlett Johansson, my girlfriend is a black widow. Switch Flicks. The rules of the podcast are simple. Haysam and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. Who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers as always. Today, we are reviewing... Black Widow. Let us begin with our patented one breast synopsis, which I assume you want me to do with a Russian accent. Am I right? You know me so well. Yes, (laughs) please do it with a Russian accent. Black Widow is a 2021 American superhero film based on Marvel Comics featuring the character of the same name. Black Widow has been part of the Marvel Ensemble for years, but this is her first solo film. The film takes place between the events depicted in Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. The movie begins with a young Black Widow living in America with her surrogate family. We soon find out that these are the group of Russian spies that have infiltrated America. The story then moves forwards to Black Widow as she is on the run confronted by the dark past of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises and pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down. Tasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left her awake long before she became an Avenger. I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you love Black Widow. If it lands on tails, you hate it. Here goes nothing. Tails. You hate Black Widow. Finally, we get to experience the Black Widow story as it was always meant to be said. Uh, This is a movie that gives justice to Scarlett Johansson's character. Uh, It is thrilling. It is exciting. It is a fun action film. I loved Marvel's Black Widow. I mean, your appreciation of the Black Widow movie sounds like a boilerplate. It sounds like something that you could say about any action movie, about anything. That's because this movie has no personality. It is written as if by a computer, an algorithm, or just uh, you know, 20 different uh, writers down the line. It's just a total mess. You don't care about Black Widow. You don't care about any of the situations. It's very insulting to Russians. Wow, you're really talking like somebody who has infiltrated this podcast from <laughs> Russia. Some kind of Russian spy sent I don't to, know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, sent to infiltrate this podcast and cause chaos, steal my secrets, uh, and I don't appreciate it. It's like somebody has put in uh, <laughs> a Russian agent into, into our midst. Look, the point is that what our conversation is right now is more interesting than what this movie was about, all right? The problem with this film is that, first of all, who cares? Who cares about Black Widow? She's already dead. They already killed her. 
All right, why bring her back as if digging up her corpse from the ground, from the cold, icy Russian Arctic soil with a shovel that breaks several times over? All right, actually, her, her body is buried up on, on a planet freaking Vormir or whatever it's called. All right, she, they bring her back, so there's no stakes. She's already, she, we know how she died, so she's in literally no danger whatsoever. So how could he even care about what's going on with her? Here is a movie that retroactively makes Avengers Endgame better than it already oh, wow. was, right? Oh, wow. Because it adds more stakes to her character's death. We learn more about her history. How does that uh, work? And not only that, we learn, we meet new characters that this will, con- the, that the series can continue on with. The movie, okay, has three acts, all right? Three mm-hmm. acts, all right? The first one, nothing's happening. Literally nothing's going on. We're just hanging out, reminiscing with Black Widow as she hides out, you know, uh, trying to, you know, the, the, literally it's as if the, the writers are trying to convince her to be interested in the role. Switch. This is basically the feeling that this role is so interesting and intriguing that this movie is such a slow burn that through over the course of three magnificent acts, we get a really finally truly fleshed out character that is developed for uh, Natasha Romanov, she's deserved this movie for a very long time. Unfortunately, it wasn't released when it was supposed to be released. It was. This is uh, the only the only flaw that I would say this film has is that it should have come sooner because it's so good that it's 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 past you. Black Widow, the film, isn't even interested in Black Widow, the character. She is the least interesting part of this film. She does not really go through any journey. Nobody cares about. She's just kind of experiencing the you know, the adventures of other people. She's just hanging around. I don't even know why this movie's called Do you Black don't know Widow. what it's like to have a family, Haysam? Do you know what it means like to love a, a sister, a brother, a parent, uh, you know? Do you know what it's like to be alone and then to find yourself within an adopted family that you care about, that you then lose and then you find again? Decades later, do you know yes. what it's like to be in that you, very specific situation? Are you reading situation? My, my, my Wikipedia right. uh, page? Yeah, I, that's you know, the, the problem is that you have, you don't, you personally as an individual are heartless. So you don't connect to yes. the struggle that she's going through. You, the problem is that you expect this to just be, you know, oh, the, you're, you're a fast and furious guy. That's what you are, okay? You just want action and jumping around and explosions. Yeah. And, and yeah, okay, we do get a fair amount of that in the, in the no. middle of the second and the third acts. But, but the character development that we're getting in this film is sublime. Why, sublime. Is it, why is it okay for her to become Black Widow, okay, when I tried to be Brown Orphan and nobody <laughs> gave a shit? Right? What, what Nobody your, cares did you about have any, my like, superhero. Uh, did you have an outfit? Persona. Did you, brown did you have an outfit? Orphan. Yeah, I did have an outfit. It was just tighty whities because I could not afford <laughs> anything else. Okay? But no. So this film is just so run of the mill. I think that's its biggest problem. Right? It is run of the mill. It is trying to be this espionage thriller. But it's not actually grounded in any way, so that doesn't work. And it's not really a superhero movie because Black Widow doesn't have any superpowers. Since when do all superheroes have to have superpowers? She has the superpower of family, okay? <laughs> That's number one. Number two, Clint Barton doesn't have a superpower. He's just really good at, uh, at, at shooting arrows, right? She is, sup- she is exceptional 
as a trained human being. These characters do exist. And so, yes, she is a superhero in that sense. Second of all, we've got Red Guardian. He is literally a super soldier and he brings so much levity and humor to the film. And by the way, yes, this is an ensemble film and there's a reason for it to be that way. It's because we are looking into the next phase of Marvel. So we are introducing new characters like Yelena, like her sister, who, who you know, who is so such a shining star, you know? Uh, uh, Florence Pugh as uh, Yelena... Uh, whose last name I forgot, Yelena, insert Russian last name. She's, uh, she is funny. She is charming. She is, she is, she, she's, you know, she's full of angst. She's, she's got these, the, these issues that she's dealing with. She's multi-layered. She has this really cute jacket that she, that she makes at one point. She's, you know, so she's balancing. It's almost like she's like, like Scarlett uh, uh, Johansson is handing the torch off. You know, to okay. Florence Pugh to carry on the legacy of Black Widow. Uh, you know, th- this you cannot look at this as being this little capsule film. This film has a very specific purpose. It's an ensemble film that takes you from the previous phase of Marvel and takes you into the next one, introduces new characters and, and breathes new life into this aspect okay. of the franchise. So there's a whole bunch of things that you've said that I want to counter, okay? For starters, you said that Black Widow's superpower is family only vin diesel has that superpower (laughs) okay you can't be anybody else trying to take over that superpower it does not work you compared her to clint hawkeye nobody gives a shit about hawkeye you know he has doesn't have a power she doesn't have power it's pretty much the same right next uh, you have the character of their father played by uh what's his face Harbor, uh, yeah, David Harbor. You have the yeah, father. You, you have the character of a father played by David Harper, who has who's doing this huge, like, big performance. It's like this comical, like, caricature of a Russian guy. It's touching. terrible. It is terrible, right? Switch. It. David Harbor is so funny in this film he gives such a nuanced character of a <laughs> real like i it, it was like some of the real russian people that i know and of course i was going to move on to talk about florence Pugh. oh my god florence Pugh is for florence nightingale is they should, they should rename her as florence nightingale. really it's florence nightingale she is wonderful she is beautiful florence Pugh, more like Florence P.U., you know, because she showed P-U? up in this movie and saved, saved the P-U Marvel is like what you say when, it, when someone stinks, which oh, is no, more no. appropriate for Florence P.U. Hold no, your I nose mean, like, and look at like, this know, like shabby actress. Literally does not even, you know, compare to any of the other uh, stars uh, that, 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 that we have in the Marvel Universe. You know, she uh, she's... What is she? She's a pissed off kid. She's just rehashing her character from uh, fighting with my family. Same character. Just just a, yeah. just an angry kid who's like, mur, 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 look at me, except with a fake Russian accent. You know, what? so many fake Russian accents in this movie. Right. You so know, Florence Pugh, P.U. I think you not few, of- which is probably what you were trying. You were yeah, trying to say few. To <laughs> Listen, I think you should think of fighting with your family as kind of a rehearsal for this movie. Because in this movie too, she fights with her family. She does right? fight <laughs> with her family, yes. That's, that's what yes. this film's about, right? And this movie's all about family. And if Vin Diesel yeah. has thought as anything, 
It's that family is the most important thing. Right? Well, you know what else is important? It's having a good uh, villain. All right? And yeah. this film has literally the worst villain since the original... Uh, 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 the original Deadpool that they that they tried to 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 to, to make in in X Men, okay, the one whose mouth was sewn shut. Taskmaster is one of the most interesting characters that you could have. Why? Because he mirrors the fighting style of every single character that he goes up against. That's his or her. Uh, doesn't matter. The, the, you know whether it's a male or female. Doesn't matter. You know that it. This character is supposed to mimic and reflect the characters that he's gone up against, right? And in this film, he's got no personality. It turns out that, you know, there's a twist, which again, because, you know, spoilers, everybody, uh, he's actually, is she, and she is the daughter of the main villain, uh, whose name I forgot, right? Uh, she has no personality, doesn't say a word, and every single time she starts to get into a fight with one of the characters and you're like, yeah, here we go. We're going to see Taskmaster kick some ass and do some really cool moves and you're going to recognize. You see a flash of it. One moment where there's like a moment of Black Panther or a moment of Captain America and then it's gone. And then you're cutting away to something else. You're like, what are you doing with this character? Zero, nothing, zip, zilch. Come on, man. Taskmaster is a D-list comic book villain, right? For starters, let's not pretend, you know, Taskmaster is supposed to be some amazing character it with is. lots of character growth. It's a D-list comic book person, okay? And so how is that made, helping your argument? They have made Taskmaster more interesting in this film by tying him or her to, uh, you know, uh, to Natasha's backstory. She almost killed a child. How much more interesting do you want this to be? It's on her ledger. How much more the villainous can, can Black Widow be? Oh my God, you just said it right now. Literally, in this film, you see Black Widow murdering or thinking that she's murdering yes. an, a child. That's a child, also, okay? That's what's so interesting then, about this film. It's dealing with the trauma. So then you, the you hate this character. You're like, oh, so this character, this character is evil. Oh, okay. So this character that everyone roots for no, is actually an evil, self-centered, evil character who's only wow. murdered mean, this child in order to get out of the program. You obviously was. don't understand nuance. Okay, she had to kill this child for the greater good. I have killed so many children for the greater <laughs> good, and I really relate to this film because of it. Right. And so I think this her character, it adds to her trauma. It adds to her nuance. And it's about her coming to terms with who she who she is and who she wants to be. OK, and so then let's you take your argument. See that this she actually didn't kill the child. She no. saves her at the end. <laughs> and you. you're like, OK, <laughs> this person's you. a no. hero. You're not allowed to do that because I was about to say something about your argument, which is that, okay, fine. If you want to lean into the idea that Black Widow is some kind of uh, flawed anti-hero with a dark past that involves murdering children, fine. Okay, you want to go that far. And then they pull their punch at the very end and reveal like, oh, no, she didn't actually kill the kid. She just maimed the child and turned it into some kind of half-brained monster that yes. its father implanted a chip into. So it's okay. So you, it just pulls its punch. So it doesn't even go one way or the other. Weak Listen, sauce. Kids, kids are already half-maimed monsters, okay? So <laughs> it doesn't matter what she did to them, right? And, you know... the. 
your other point, I actually do have a counter argument for it, but I can't make it right now because there's a pheromone block that you have placed on it. So I can't counter some of these other <laughs> arguments that you have made about how bad the bad guys are, right? That's what's one of the cool things about the movie, the last act tell of me, this film. Tell me how cool. Please, I want to see you try to make the pheromone scene cool. I, I, I'm curious to see what you could possibly say that would make this travesty of a concept that the man's stank stopped him from getting killed. Literally, my stank, it goes in your nose holes and stops you from murdering me. I'm protected by my stank. Please, please make it cool. Switch. <laughs> How left field can you be? How surprising can you be? How unexpected can you be? The nasal orifice. <laughs> the nostrils. <laughs> the nose holes. All right? How unexpected that a smell, that a stank might protect you? The genius writers have turned something that you would not expect to be so powerful into something so powerful and allowed us to get into a moment of sheer violence, sheer shock, where Sc Scarlett Johansson slams her face, slams her face into the table, severing her nose nerve in order to unleash herself from the uh, stank <laughs> the stank None of this makes protection. any sense the final <laughs> act of this movie in general is so ridiculous it's they're trying to be mission impossible in some way by like you know putting on masks and there's like twist after twist but it's all dumb it's all stupid she breaks her nose the fair like okay so she there's a pheromone block that stops her from attacking the bad guy so she has to but yeah you know yeah just not breathing or shooting him from far away doesn't work what about the pheromone block when uh, you know and then the whole thing like you know they're trying to be grounded it's supposed to be trying to be a grounded spy film for its runtime and then this final act of just running and things exploding and a sky satellite it's a and superhero movie it. man it you need so a big bombastic stupid. third act right you need that you need look there are signatures there are signatures baby marvel signatures you want a floating city or a flying lab or sky thing Beam. you know you want huge explosions you want people falling through the sky you want skydiving you want you know you want you want that Listen, like we that, have that seen action filled ending you know we what you want like to We've seen like 24, 25 of these Marvel movies. Give us something new. Stop doing the same thing over and over again. This is supposed to be the new phase. It's not. It's the same thing. And you know what? Now that we've seen the Marvel TV shows and some of the interesting things they're doing, give us a reason if you're going to make a movie about why this is a movie and not a TV show. And this, this, this film just felt like, like a run-of-a-mill TV show to me. If it was a run-of-the-mill TV show... Would Scarlett Johansson be suing Disney? Would, <laughs> would Scarlett Johansson be telling Disney, hey, this was not a run-of-the-mill TV show. I deserve more for this. And I'm going to sue you and sue the crap out of you 
Disney, yeah. you know, would she? No, she'd let it go. She'd be like, oh, this wouldn't have made so much money anyway. But she knows. Yeah. She knows how much money this film should have made had it stayed in theaters the whole time because Actually, this no. is such a brilliant film. That, this is one of the least successful Marvel movies of all time. It's not simply making because any they, movies. They, 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 simply because day and date they launched it on Disney no. Plus, man. Come listen. on, get with the program. Listen, okay, people know that, you know, if a movie makes money, that means it's good automatically okay <laughs> like right? Fast and the Furious. this movie is not making money equals bad movie right <laughs> and here's here's the thing right uh you know the, the disney should not have made this movie in the first place because nobody wants to watch female-led superhero movies. They don't make money. Okay? All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to say we've reached the natural conclusion of this debate. Hey, guys. We'll be right back with Switch Flicks. But before we do, I wanted to take a short break to tell you all about my new podcast. It's called Freedom of Peach. And it is an interview podcast where every week I bring in a special guest to interview me about various subjects. So if you like the show or if you like me, then I think you'll enjoy Freedom of Peach. Please give it a chance. The show is called Freedom of Peach. You'll find a link to the podcast in the description of the show. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to Switchflix. Now tell me, Haysam, what did you really think? About Black Widow. Uh, I liked it. I, uh, I think it's enjoyable. Uh, it's, it's, it's very solid. I think that's, that's the word I would use. Like, it's good. It's fun. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not great at any time, but it's funnier than I thought it would be. It's interesting. I like the new characters a lot. Uh, so, it's fun. It's interesting. I like the new characters a lot. So, yeah, I thought, I thought it was very solid. I... Agree with you two-thirds of the way, right? So I did enjoy watching it for the first two acts. I did. I was like, this is fun. I, I like the new cast. I actually like enjoyed, you know, Scarlett Johansson kind of was, was, was fun. I, I, she wasn't that interesting. She, I don't think she, I'm glad that they had all the other characters because they really, they're what brought it to life, you know? Her family, you know, Rachel Weisz, uh, David Harbour, uh, Florence Pugh, they knocked it out of the park. I really enjoyed their dynamic, right? As cast, because of all the the fun, you know, this movie, th- this movie had this weird contrast between like this weird darkness, you know, talking about killing children, and then like Rachel Vice literally like forces this pig to stop breathing, That's and it's like scene. dying on the ground. It's horrible. You're like, oh my god, please stop doing that. Yeah. But then, like, you've got like all these funny moments when you're actually like laughing. You're, you're, they were like charismatic, you know. So you had that element. You had the kind of unusual style of the film, which which had that. Yeah, it did. It's, it did. They did try to make it raw in, in a bunch of different you know places. But then you had a lot of things that that fell flat that I did not like. I hated Taskmaster. I hated that character. It was so bad. You know, if you're going to take a character like that, like just do a lot more with them because they have the the potential to be very interesting. You know, they have the potential to do a lot more. 
and they put so much weight into the big reveal of oh taskmaster was actually the the, the bad guy's uh, uh daughter that they were like oh we can't hear a word taskmaster says they have to have zero personality and uh you know then uh they're just there at the end you know kind of fighting or whatever like it was just so forgettable really just that that sucked the whole third act was total garbage like total garbage you know really just just so such a joke, you know, like the whole floating city falling apart and like, or the, the base falling apart and then, then flying through the sky, you know, like grabbing onto each other and, and, you know, fighting like, you know, while falling through hundreds and hundreds of feet. Like it was, a, it was dumb, you know, and the idea of, uh, of the, the antidote, I was like, fine, if you're going to use the antidote, I understand, but it felt a little bit like a cheat, you know, oh, this magic dust that just yeah. solved the issue. You know, uh, those are things that I felt really hurt it and, and kind of in like descending order. You know, I think like the third act really hurt the movie. I hated it. Taskmaster could have been so much better, you know, uh, and, uh, and 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 this magic dust thing was like, OK, fine, I guess. But it just felt kind of weak. Also, the fact that Black Widow had absolutely no stakes, like she could have died a million times over. In fact, there were so many scenes where she should have died because, like, things happened to her, like, the human body cannot, cannot handle. Yeah. Uh, but then you knew she wasn't going to die, and there was no point because, you know, you know that she's going to die in yeah. another movie, you know? So uh, that held it back. I think that, I mean, I'm okay with that because I think in most kind of superhero movies, you know that the superhero isn't going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, fine. So I'm, I'm fine. kind of okay with that. But the rest of it, yes, the third act... I think here's the thing about the movie, and I think this is a Marvel thing in general, right? I think even though the third act, I agree, it kind of sucks. A lot of it is just kind of like, what? Why? It's still solidly made enough, and the actors are charismatic and interesting enough that even when it wasn't good, in the first two I, acts, was, like, I was never yeah. like, I was like, I wasn't bored, or I, I wasn't like, you know, this, like... Yeah. We watched Snake Eyes, you know, like Snake, like <laughs> recently, which is another like bl action blockbuster. Like Black Widow at its worst is still better than something like Snake Eyes. And I think there's just a yeah. level of kind of quality that comes with like a Marvel movie that this movie kind of, it hits. It's, and I, I was kind of pleasantly, like I was, it was more than I was expecting, to be honest, the movie mm, when I went okay. in. Um, I just wasn't I agree. I, I agree with that. I, it was better than I expected. I right? definitely and I, agree. And, and I, I think mainly because of all the supporting cast. That yes. was a huge part of why it was so much better. I think it is completely... Yeah, I think this, like I think David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, and Florence Pugh are just so kind of great in it. And I, I'm really... I want to see more of them. I'm really excited about Florence Pugh kind of being the next Black Widow, hopefully. Uh, so I'm really excited about that part. I think the other place... Like, the other thing that the, the... Okay, so this is a way to a Marvel movie, right? Because it's not just a movie on its own. You kind of think of it as part of this, like, an episode bigger on the tapestry. series, yeah. right? Because yeah. every time you watch a There's Marvel a bigger movie... bigger world. Yeah. You're not just judging it on its own terms. You're kind of judging it for what it's doing for the overall story and how it compares to other things. So when you do that, I think this movie, again, like, it kind of falters right because yeah you know it feels like an afterthought like a side story because we already know what's going to happen 
But if you take it as a movie itself, as an experience of just kind of going to the movies and enjoying a good, fun action film, I think it kind of just really works. And I think it has something to do with kind of the quality of the movies that we have seen this year, maybe, that I was just kind of like, I was in for it. Even when I was like, stupid Taskmaster sucks. Like, wh- why can't yeah. you do something cool? Because you have an opportunity to do something really cool with Taskmaster. And like you said, they start it, they tease it, yeah, and then they glimpses. just kind of cut away. And it's kind of like, ah, man, I wish I could see kind of more. But why? I'm, I'm, why do you think they did that? Like, that's clearly a choice. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't understand. Like, it seems so obvious to anybody who looks at that character. Like, there's a hint of it. Yeah. You see him kind of do this move like, like Black Panther or something. And you're like, oh, he's going he's gonna to do something. And then they just got away. Yeah. Do, you th- do you think there's any reason that they did that? Is it a strategic reason? Was it like, I don't get it. No, I mean, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of any any reason. And even the other bad guy played by, what's his face? Ray Winstone? Winstone. Ray Winstone. Yeah. Yeah, Very so, menacing nose. So, you know, that that villain is awful. It's like, it's a really like weak villain. But Raymond Stone is so kind of good that yeah. him just kind of, you know, talking you know, very close to somebody else, like pushing his face next to Scarlett Johansson's face and talking a little, it feels menacing. So I was kind of like still like I was into that, even though what he's saying is so stupid with the pheromone block. The pheromone, dude, that pheromone stuff was really bad. Right. Like really hilariously so I, bad right i think that and then she I, breaks her own nose like she breaks her nose like there are so many other ways that like this was not like this was a script issue like yeah, to yeah. be clear you know like yeah. the pheromone thing and the breaking of the nose i'm like what like <laughs> why did it go there like that did not have to that what what who thought of that you know my stank protects me like how could they think that could hold up i don't know man but, you know, it has, like, the action sequences are cool. Like, the fight choreography is good. Up un- so, up until the third act, yeah, yes. I, I did enjoy the action sequences. Yeah, but when right. it became just a CGI nothing, it was like, okay, yeah. fine, you know. And I think fo- Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson have great, great chemistry. Just the cast in general has, like... Yeah, the cast does... Yeah, I, oh, the cast had fantastic chemistry. Right. That's true. I think the second act especially is very strong. Uh, you know, them yeah. around the dinner table, them meeting up, all that stuff yeah. is great. Even the beginning of the film, you kind of don't know I what's the happening. Beginning. I was And into I thought it, it was yeah, really yeah. kind of cool, like this whole them trying to get away from the, you know, infiltrating and then trying to get away yeah. as a family. Uh, I thought the opening credit sequence was like kind of cool. Uh, I like the opening credit sequence right? too, yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of choices that was great. And then at the end, not so much. It kind of brought it down. But overall, but But I, I do feel like that solid. was, yeah, I do feel like that third act is like a studio thing. You know, yeah. I do feel like the director did not have the same amount of say in yeah. what to do with the third act. I feel like that big action set piece was one of the things that's like the studio's like, we're going to just we're going to determine what happens here, you know? You've yeah. had your fun telling your story. Now here comes the action. Let let us do our thing kind of thing. And they suck, you know? Like, they're like, no, let's, don't rehash this stupid, you know, uh, you know. I don't know. Maybe they've got, 
you know, uh, studies or, or, or test audiences and stuff that are not us that are like maybe kids and like, you know, people who are much less critical who like that stuff, who like okay. to see huge explosions, CGI explosions and things like that. And that's what they're kind of, you know, doing it for. But yeah. I feel like the, the third act really kind of hurt it. But yes, the rest of it was fun. It was the characters were really charismatic. They 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 gelled together. It had a really fun. They, they were. They, it was fun. It was it was yeah. a fun film to watch. And there was a lot of other things too. Like you know how this place takes place before Infinity War. So there's a lot of like, I guess callbacks to like what's going to happen, like with the jacket and like other stuff. That even though I'm a Marvel fan, I was. I did not catch any of those things, right? Because I'm like, oh, I guess the jacket's from the other movie. Like, you know, like, why are they talking about the jacket so much? But apparently she wears it in Infinity War, you know? So there's, like, stuff like that where I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess this goes to show how little I care about Black Widow's character, you know? But, but, but no, I think it's more than that. I think, fine, people don't generally care about Black Widow's character as much as some of the other heroes. But I think part of it is that any Marvel movie or TV show now goes through breakdowns upon breakdowns upon breakdowns upon Easter eggs upon, you know, there's a whole conversation that happens that kind of uh, requires Easter eggs and it requires the writers to connect this film in as many ways as possible to the bigger, to the bigger picture. And that's why it's not necessary for the story, but it was a really cute scene. You know, so, the, so like, I liked how they, they incorporated like the, like, for example, the jacket. they talk about it, though. You know, the, the jacket comes right, up they in do, three different they do. conversations. That's like. true. That's true. Yeah, one would have been enough. That's true. So it's not you know? an Easter egg. It's like a plot point it, somehow. It, like, yeah, yeah right? you're right. It does. Yeah, it does. It kind of serious, uh, yeah. And I think the other thing is that... Um, yeah, okay, the other big kind of thing that I was left, the feeling I was left with when I was leaving the film was that I, was th- I always thought this was going to be like Black Widow's big set send-off, you know, where she gets mm. her moment to kind of shine and it's going yes. to be a hero shot, but it just kind of ends. Yeah. Like, it's kind of anticlimactic yeah. almost in the way it kind of sends her off and I didn't feel it that really sense of like... It really doesn't do, yeah. Like, yeah. when Tony Stark... Like, you know, they have the dies. You, they have, like, the funeral. He has a big moment. Yeah. But in yeah. here, like, over here, it just kind of, you know, they were like, oh, movie's over. Let's wrap it up. Okay, get on a jet. Okay, bye. Like, so it's kind of yeah, like, yeah. you know, uh, at you least give her a feel cool, like, like, final line, last line that she says something, you know. This is literally her last film. And yeah. after suing Disney, I imagine <laughs> this is, like, her last film with Disney ever, you know. But... You know, even without that, like this was supposed to be her last outing as Black Widow. So yes, there was no sense of finality with with her character here. There was no homage or any kind. Of, she was she's been in the franchise for ten years. Yeah, you know, like ten years, a whole bunch of movies. You know, so no, I agree with you. I did not feel like any sense of not that I care about this character like that much, but I didn't feel like there was any sense of wistfulness or or like emotion fanfare or something no there was no fanfare there was no sense of like here we go okay say goodbye to black widow you know kind of thing you know no 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 none of that it was like yeah. all right moving on here's the new black widow <laughs> you like this one you know kind of thing you know 
Yeah. So uh, tell me, uh, Haysam, uh, how many Russian agents would you give uh, Black Widow? 7.7. Wow, that's, that's really good. Yeah. That's an impressive number. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't go that high. Uh, uh, I would give it a, a 6.8. Really? A 6.8, yes. Uh, because uh, it, it got, for me, uh, it's, I found it very hard to forgive the, the third act. Yeah. Very hard to forgive the third act. Uh, but that's kind of really hurt the film. Because that's a whole, like, half an hour of the film, you know, yeah. where I was, like, really bored. I did not enjoy it, you know. But the rest of the film was really, really good. So, so that, you know, that kind of carried it, uh, you know. But the third act really hurt it. And Taskmaster, uh, he was the villain. He was supposed to be one of the main villains, you know, and I just did not like Taskmaster. Those are the things that I think hurt it the most. But uh, the, char- the charisma and all the other stuff that, that, that we said about it kind of still kind of, uh, you know, kind of pulled, p- pulled, it, pulled it through. So it's a respectful uh, 6.8. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a shitty 6.8. Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave some comments. Your support is the funky pheromone of our dreams. Mm-hmm.